Yo, I am I am Hype Phoenix, and welcome to the Great Conversation Podcast, where we indulge in healthy dialogue about topics that are important in today's society and culture. We back with another one, y'all. We back with another great conversation t- with you live here on the LFP Network. Looking for production networks, man. Hey, hey, guys. I'm just want to tell you that the Great Conversation podcast got some based off of based off of the research that I did on my own about the topic today. The Great Conversation podcast is about to go out of this world, and I'm talking literally, literally. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Guys, go ahead. This is an interactive show. We want you to talk to us. If you're in the comments, you guys know how it go. Go ahead and uh, leave any type of questions or comments. Interact with us. That's, this is an interactive live show. You know, I love the element of surprise. Any question, you know what I'm saying, that you have about this topic, we have someone on today that's going to be able to give you their, their answer to that. Hear what I said? This is, we have a guest on tonight that's not afraid to have an opinion. And that's what I like. But before we do all that, let's take care of some of the business. I want to think, think uh, about our last week's show, guys. We talked about coming out the closet. I'm a wrestling fan. <laughs> shout out to Dre, Dre Moreland. Shout out to uh, Daniel Voigt. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Jody? That's what you guys can do right there in the comments. Boom. Boom, bang, pow. We'll bring your comment right up here on screen. Let the world know. It's Jody Hustles in the building. All right. So last week we talked about coming out the closet. I'm a wrestling fan. We had Dre Moreland. Dre runs everything uh, on the show. We had Daniel Boyd on the show and man, we had a great conversation. Go back, watch that of the replay right here live on, or not live, but right here, watch the live recap right here on the LFP network. Uh, it's right there in the archives. Um, also, if you're uh, anywhere that you're listening to your podcast at uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening to it at, man, go ahead and type in the Great Conversation Podcast and Boom Bang Pow will be right there with the Great Conversation. All right. Now, I want to thank today's sponsor. Today's sponsor, Court. Here, let me bring this over here. Court, Kings of the Round Table. This is the same group that has hosted the annual downtown summer celebration, the Gala of the Rocks, for the last six years strong. Now they have this rep and roll. What is rep and roll? Rep and roll is a community development effort with two main goals. Increasing awareness of existing affiliate groups active in the Rockford region. Two grow roller skating culture in the Rockford region. 
Now they have a couple different ways that you can get the, uh, for how the tickets go. Okay. Individual tickets are $25 per guest. That gets you one ticket in that gets you a, a skate rental for one, uh, for one. And also food is going to be provided. Okay. That's on a first come first serve basis, or, you know, get you and the gang together for five or more people. It'd be $20 per guest that gets you uh, tickets for everybody to get in, skate rental, and also food is provided. But once again, that's on a first come, first serve basis, okay? Now, businesses, businesses, you can come to rep and row, okay? Rep and row. This is about repping your set, repping your business, about repping what you got going on and roller skating okay so you get a mission for five guests for this ticket for the uh sponsorships okay you get five tickets for five shoe uh skate rental for five food for five vendor table uh brand recognition okay social media sponsorship acknowledgement prior to the event sponsorship acknowledgement during the event social media sponsorship acknowledgement after the event this is the rep and roll 21 and up jam skate it's going to be november 13th from 5 to 8 p.m at skate co at 3209 north main street rockford illinois okay so that's november 13th 5 to 8 at skate co that's 3209 North Main Street, Rockford, Illinois. Okay. Now, tickets for, for your tickets and sponsorship, you can click on the link that's in the uh, comments right now. Go ahead, click that link, get out there and get some skating done. All right. Now that the business is out the way, <laughs> now that the business is out the way. We're gonna we're gonna be talking today about a whole new world. Welcome to the metaverse. If you're listening to this live right now, man, go ahead, tag a friend, and then have that friend tag a friend, and then tag another friend. Okay, because we're talking about what you need to do what's important in today's society and culture okay a whole new world welcome to the metaverse let me tell you who we got coming on we have dave sherlock ceo and founder of in your face learning now who is david david has leveraged his 30 years of corporate sales marketing and learning and development experience for fortune 500 organizations to provide highly interactive training and development programs this is who we're talking to today about the metaverse about to bring them on here hello david yeah good evening hey david thank you so much for coming on to the great conversation podcast 
Well, I appreciate you uh, having me on. I look forward to uh, sharing some opinions. Like you said, I only have opinions. I am not an authority by any stretch of the imagination, but but I have been uh, kind of studying this space for a while, and I think it's a important topic that we talk about today. So again, thanks for having me on your show. Man, thank you so much for accepting. I'm very happy that you're here. So let's tell the people who you, I, I know I gave you an intro. I know I gave you an intro, but tell the people who you are. Okay, yeah, real quick, like uh, like you said, um, I've been around for a while, obviously, but uh, I started in, uh, in sales and marketing, and I was in the technology space. So uh, as we talk about the metaverse and, you know, some of the technology around it, it's always been something that uh, I've been interested in uh, as a kid, you know, a gamer, that kind of stuff. And so long story short, I was in sales. Uh, and then got into actually training and education. So I was doing a lot of training uh, on technology. I worked for IBM and a couple of other companies in the technology space. And so that's really where I kind of married this technology, uh, studying the technology along with training and education. So when I got off the, uh, uh, the treadmill or the rat race, if you will, of uh, working in corporate America, I said, I really want to, uh, to take uh, kind of what I've learned, a passion that I have. And, and honestly, and that's, you know, obviously how we met, I'm real passionate about working with our young folks and helping them to understand this technology and how they can uh, engage in it and participate in it maybe make money in it, make a career in it, and do it in a, in a positive way. So long story short, uh, passionate about the technology uh, and, and particularly where it's going. And then just based on my background, that's where the training and education piece comes from. Mm. So he knows what he's talking about. I will tell you that. And not only does he know what he's talking about, he's exercising his knowledge what he taught what he what he knows and he's putting it into action into verb form now let's just start simple let's start off small guys let's start off small because my whole thing like i don't under, like i didn't understand the metaverse for real when it first when they first dropped the news about it i was like okay what are you talking about what is that so what is david go ahead and explain to us what is the metaverse very good. So it, it has been around for a while. <clears throat> I mean, really, you think about the uh, the internet uh, and and how the internet first started, and then there became more of this social aspect to it. Uh, so, quite frankly, it has been around for a while. Uh, and and I'll give you a couple of examples that any of you out there that have kids, or maybe even some of you are gamers yourself. You may play Roblox, or you may play uh, uh, Minecraft, or any other fantasy. It could be a um, any kind of a game where you're socially interacting with other individuals. So it's been around for a while. 
now all of a sudden, uh, and, and I'm going to pick on him a little bit. I'm not necessarily, and, and, and we can talk about the good side and the bad side. But here, uh, a couple of years ago, the uh, the owner of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, rebranded Facebook, and you heard of the Meta. And so all of a sudden, now you hear the Metaverse. And part of it, really, uh, is a rebranding. It's a, uh, well, we had the, first of all, the internet. It was dial-up. Then we had internet 2.0. Now you're hearing web 3.0. And that, again, you're able to interact. You know, we're doing this right now in a podcast. But if we had on a headset or we were in the meta, we could all be sitting around in a virtual room, if you will. So think of it as something that's already been around for a while. And again, I'll use Roblox. I'll use, uh, 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 what's the other one, Uh, Minecraft. uh, And the list goes on. And now all of a sudden, instead of it being just social chat and everything that everybody's familiar with on the social media, how do we now make it more engaging, where I can walk around, I can have a virtual background, we could have a meeting anywhere in the world if, if we wanted. So the way I define the metaverse is a social platform that is now what is emerging within the internet itself, if, if that makes sense at all. No, that make that makes sense. That makes sense to us. So now that we got that 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 out the way, we kind of understand that. Especially if you have kids, or you know kids, or kids who know kids, you know about the Roblox world, or uh, even like maybe even you said, let me know if I'm right or wrong in this uh, assumption, but maybe even so, like a uh, Grand Theft Auto, you know what I'm saying, type world, or or uh, 2K, you know, playing on the internet social so am i am i going around down the right track with that yeah exactly right that those are very good examples because think of that uh madden football you know any of that you're you're interacting with other individuals uh we could be on the same team playing uh as toronto or as whoever but you're in one part of the country or world i'm in another part of the country or world so you're exactly right those are great examples of the concept of the meta and 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 kind of how it works so now what's happening okay, is awesome. they're saying how do we take it and use it in a business uh environment or in an education environment and quite frankly the pandemic had some stuff to do with that in that all of a sudden we're now, everybody's on zoom and everybody's now trying to do uh you know uh distance learning and e-learning so now there becomes a heightened awareness of it almost by necessity you know before hey we would get out we'd go to the roller rink and we would do our thing and socialize the way we we always did but all of a sudden we're all in lockdown for how long and here's how we're interacting well how do we make it even more interactive well, here comes the meta, and now we can, we can, uh, we can have a club. We can go into a virtual uh, roller rink. Maybe not exactly the same, but imagine that, if you will, that now we're in this roller rink, 
and we're doing what we do in the roller rink. But you're, you might be in your living room, I'm in my office, and, and we're still socializing, but we're doing it in a different way. So I think you gave a very yeah. good example, and, and, and just your, you know, your sponsor tonight, and the kings of the round table, hey, why, why can't they do that virtually as well as over on, uh, Main, on North Main Street? Great example. Right. Right. I remember, um, it, and it's so funny how trends like kind of start. You know, I remember when the uh, the silent parties became a big thing um, because everyone kind of seen it like on a Netflix series. I can't remember the series name, but uh, they seen like the silent parties where you have a party and everyone has the headphones and everything and everyone trying to do that. But what you just said right now about going to having a club, having a club in the metaverse. When, during my research on this, I, I, I use TikTok for a lot of my research. It's entertaining, it's quick, and it's be you know you can go on to part two if you like. Uh, I was on TikTok and I was watching in this. Uh, I believe they're called Black Black Meta. I believe that's the name, her name. And she was telling us about like how she was like I'm I be in the club with my girls and they were in the club taking selfies with one another's uh, avatar, if you will. And then I start seeing the business side of it. it let's, let's go there. What does it mean to have ownership? Ownership in the metaverse. What does that mean? To have that, that's ownership a very good question. And, and that's one of those where there's a lot of different opinion, <clears throat> opinions. <clears throat> Again, so I'm going to give you just what I think. And, and anyone else okay. is free to disagree or we can uh, debate it or discuss it but in reality i can go into the metaverse and i can create a club whatever that club may be could be a sports club uh could be a roller skating whatever it is now once i have and i've created that now when we talk about that i can create an avatar uh, I like the background of your room. I see the grand piano and some other things. I can create the environment that I want. And now I can start inviting people to come. And just like any other business or any other club, are they willing to pay $5? Are they willing to pay $10? It depends on what you're offering. And David, uh, that's the part... That's the part that had me. I didn't understand. How is someone paying? How, how how do you get the consumer to say, here's five, here's $10. Let me into your virtual club. Well, now there's, and, and again, I'm not exactly sure, but there's a couple of ways. It could be a cash app or now what we get to, mm. we get to talking about are NFTs and Bitcoins and the, uh, cryptocurrency. Jody just said that. That's right. So now crypto is this uh, digital currency that you use to barter and trade in the meta. So see, you can start to go down the rabbit hole real fast with with, with this. I just left a a uh, a workshop uh, to come here, and there was a gentleman talking about crypto 
and he was talking about smart contracts and what a smart contract hmm. was, was and I wasn't there long enough to to really get into it but it had something to do with the uh. meta and how do you and I set up a contract that says we're in business together and so now all of a sudden yeah. uh, we've got the crypto is the currency and we've got uh, a way of exchanging that so yeah so that's where all of a sudden this is another world that's rapidly evolving and and and, and as Jody saying you can buy land uh, there's fashion but again you know people that are there they may be willing to invest in that now do you have to take some of your own real dollars convert it into crypto and then use that to start bartering and exchanging in the meta uh, yeah but again you 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 have no guarantee there, there's not the uh, you, right. know, the you know so again uh, and again I see some comments you can buy land so yeah what is starting to happen art you know and all of a sudden you'll hear Snoop Dogg has got uh, property and then uh, all of a sudden uh, uh, Walmart has got property and McDonald's is, well what does that mean that means they've exactly created, they've created a space <laughs> They've gone and instead of building a physical McDonald's or a physical, you name it, on the corner of uh, state and Maine, I'm building it in the metaverse. Now, if there are people that are in that environment, they're going to be willing to barter with you. And and so, again, it um, when you start talking about the meta, now, you like you said, you're talking social aspects. When you start talking business, well, now you start getting into these smart contracts. Well, what are we using for uh, currency? Well, now you're in the crypto. So I don't know if you can see how complicated and how different it can be. And and my whole thing is we need to be involved in that. Uh, yeah. If we're not, if we're not, we're sitting on the outside again knocking on the door trying to get in now is the time oh you took the words right out my mouth stake your claim uh i was just talking with someone uh uh just tonight that has a craft cocktail business african-american young woman and uh so she's developed this uh, got a so all kinds of social media around it and she can uh, great business that's a online business her conversation how do i get that into the meta now how do i create a social club around people that want to become mixologists and you don't have to drink liquor i can show you how to make a great mocktail using grapefruit juice or using healthy juices so she's already got a business established gotten funding for it now she's saying the next step, if I'm going to grow and I'm going to really blow this up, I've got to figure out how to get in the meta and how to take this brand that I've created, this social uh, dynamic that I've created, and now take it into the meta. And people are sitting in the room, scratching their head, trying to figure that out. 
as we sit here having this conversation right now. It's the wild, wild west. There are no rules. There are no real regulations. So that's where it can get, I'll just say ugly, in a hurry, if you're not careful. Let's take it. Let's take it there. Let's take it there, guys. This is the Great Conversation Podcast. I am I am Haifinex. We are live on the LFP network. We are talking about the metaverse. We are talking about the metaverse, a world within a world. And I was so ignorant to the fact. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me not just go there. Let's take care of some of the business. Let's take care of some of the business. Tonight's episode is uh, sponsored by Court Kings of the Round Table. This is the same group that hosted the annual downtown summer celebration, the Gala um, of the Rocks, for the last six years. They're doing rep and roll. Okay. Tickets uh, start out at $25. You guys can click the link that's in the description. Okay. Uh, you guys get a, a, a lot of little things that come with it, a lot of little perks. Go ahead and get it. It's, it's going to be Sunday, November 13th from 5 to 8 at Skate Co. 3209 North Main Street, Rockford, Illinois. Click the link in the description or in the comments uh, and go ahead and purchase those tickets and go ahead and rep your business. Go ahead and rep your organization and go ahead and roller skate, okay? Roller skate. Now, now we are talking with David. He has over 30 years of uh, expertise. You know, and he's taking those expertise and he... He's uh, used them for his own good and for the benefit of the community. And we are, we're talking about a world within a world. And we just talked about pretty much, we kind of went all over, we talked about the social aspect. And then by talking about the social aspect of it, we start talking about, hey, the business side of it, because, you know, McDonald's is getting land here. Why is McDonald's getting land here? Why is Walgreens getting land here? Why is Starbucks buying land here? And when you say land, what are you talking about? We're talking about in a digital space, another world. You can go shopping. Tell me if I'm right or wrong about this, because this just hit me. So you're, you're telling me that I can, if Walmart has on my VR headset, go on my avatar, put my groceries in a cart, and then pay a fee and have that delivered to my home. Yeah, Concept. it's not there yet, but yeah, why not? Wow. So, so you make a very good point. There's a difference, and 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 this is an excellent way of uh, describing it. Right now, you go on the Walmart site, right? It's static. You're you're scrolling. You can look at things. You can just you can uh, you can uh, uh, you know you get descriptions and that. But what you just described. Is like you're walking through that virtual store. So in essence, you might be able to pick it up, look at it, see it. And, and like you say, you, you're doing the shopping. Uh, you're putting it in the cart. It's paid for. And and it comes to you. Now, you did mention the headset. And, and I'm kind of into the, the VR headset. But, but it's interesting because the meta doesn't necessarily have to be in the headset. When you're in the headset... You're, you're totally immersed, but but there's a lot of controversy around that. I mean, yeah, I can I can still be in the meta. 
uh, and you think about it when you're playing, like you mentioned before, uh, 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 any of the sports games, uh, uh, NBA, oh. NFL, uh, you're still, uh, you know, in that kind of social environment. So you don't necessarily have to have the headset on to do it. That just makes it that much more immersive. So that's the other thing is that some people think, well, to completely do the metaverse and that, you got to have all these weird looking headsets and look like you're in outer space. And I mean, that does give it a very, very immersive uh, look. I mean, I'll reach right over here on my desk and I can hold it up. As you know, I bring them in and the kids put them on and that now puts... uh, a whole different dimension on it but what is being uh, developed uh, on the meta and here's the power every mobile device that we have will be capable of doing that I'll be able to go on the meta wow. and see things in that kind of almost panoramic view right on this device or right on a tablet so when you get any of your new phones now the technology for what they call augmented reality, superimposing or, or doing something in the meta, that technology is already is already on here. So now it's a matter of uh, how does the how does the social side of it, how does the business side of it catch up with the technology? Technology is already there. I can give you examples that. Uh, uh, for example, Walmart and these companies, they're already using it, training their employees. Walmart has, uh, has, uh, has that, uh, uh, what they call their virtual uh, university. They train all of their employees using the headsets. They did that during the pandemic. Wow. Uh, can you imagine, how do you train an employee to uh, understand on Black Friday when the doors open and you got 300 people rushing trying to get that uh, $99 TV, the only way you're going to experience is that put on a headset and have that happen. I'm going to give you another oh, one wow. on the bad side of it. And the CEO of, of Walmart went on record saying this down in San Antonio when they had the unfortunate situation where the person went in there and they had the, 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 the shooting. The CEO of Walmart went on record and stated that as a result of the training that we did of our employees, and they did that using headsets and some of that in the meta, they were able to understand what to do to make sure that they, <clears throat> excuse me, saved some lives and, and made a bad situation not worse. So that's wow. why companies like Walmart, uh, McDonald's can train their employees on how to make a perfect shake and how to do all of that. And, and they'll start doing that inside of the meta. I've seen McDonald's University and it's a physical campus in Oakbrook. I used to do training there. They can take that and now you're going to hear this term, digital twins. So imagine if you will... Whoa. You've got a university, Morehouse College, and go and look at Morehouse College and the metaverse. They're leading the nation in this where they have a digital twin. They have recreated the campus of Morehouse University in the meta. 
and they have professors that take their students that go in the meta on the campus of Morehouse and they can interact with people from Egypt, from Africa, from, uh, uh, from Harvard, from anywhere in the world and they're sitting right there because they're doing it in a what they call digital twin in the meta. It's already here. So, the okay. technology is here. It's a matter of how do we socially, culturally, and from a business standpoint, get ready to take advantage of it. Because there's folks out there taking advantage of it. They may not look like you and I, and maybe some of the folks that are, I don't know who's all on the podcast, but uh, 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 we, need, we, need to, we need to be in the game, in my opinion. And we need to get our kids in I, the game in a positive way. Yeah. So you get me so let's talk. Let, let, let's talk. I'm sorry. You get oh me no! Hey, hey, I'm I'm about to give I'm about to give you another 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 uh, topic to preach on on that soapbox. Now, do you, do you believe? It sounds to me that it sounds to me that employees it's a better training tool for employees which makes better employees it's a better tool to for education because you say that you know these people are super smart do you believe that this is the wave and this is a better society or would this not better society good question and i would say both uh, from an education or a training standpoint, when you're doing things uh, safely, for example, if I'm going to teach someone uh, how to drive a forklift or they need to learn how to use a fire extinguisher uh, in an uh, uh, emergency situation, they are doing that with firefighters now, EMTs. You can use that to train in a safe environment. You're not going to go necessarily and set the building on fire and then go learn to use the fire extinguisher, but I can do that in a virtual world. Uh, so the, uh, we call it a use case. First of all, it's only a tool. Just like the internet, just like your phone, just like the computer is a tool, think of meta and all of this, if I'm doing it in a virtual world, only as a tool. So I, I use it depending on the use case. If I'm going to teach someone at Walmart when the door is open and 300 people are rushing you to get that TV, how do I recreate that? I can't. I can do it in virtual reality. So, so to answer your question, it depends. It's not for everything, but it depends if there, if safety is involved. Uh, I'll give you another case, education case, and 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 we hope to do this over at Kiefer, where I'm working, is that some of the young kids need to learn how to do something like dissect a frog, or they want to understand how the heart works, or how anything works. Well, if I'm doing that in the meta. I can I can show them that they're not going to necessarily want to take let, and let. start dissecting a frog or dissecting a cat or a dog, but I can use 
virtual or the meta to recreate that and they practice it practice it practice it surgeons do that so when they go into the operating room they've been able to practice it multiple times before they have to go and practice it on you in the uh, surgical suite so I'm, I'm long story it depends on what you're training if it's safety if it's security it can work and you're using it only as a tool as a supplement it'll never replace the meta is is someone says it is an imaginary world but it depends on what you're doing in there if i i can learn to play the piano in the metaverse mm. i can learn to i i, I can't learn to, well roller skate but there are things i can learn to do better in the meta in virtual first practice it get proficient then when i come out what you said is true the learning curve is shorter in fact I, the, the the statistics people will learn four times faster they will be able to apply it 275% faster than if they just had to read something or show and tell show and tell especially young kids they want to see it they want to do it i want to touch it i want to feel it well i can do that so, using meta and using that so let me stop for a minute you can ask me another question no i want i want to keep going on that on that cuz i'm having right now what's happening right now is i'm i'm so intrigued that i'm thinking about things and anyone who is a listener of myself or just the podcast in general it always comes back to us for me so how can how can how can we how can we use the metaverse to help socially change the way that we interact with one another in your opinion oh that's a great question wow there's a piece that's missing that somehow we have to get back in because what you said in terms of interacting with one another that's empathy we've got to learn to show more empathy now i can do that in the meta and in in the virtual i'm going to give you another example that i was involved in this summer I did a program at the University of Wisconsin Parkside and it was on African American history. And they were using the meta to be able to help students understand what it would be like back when uh we we were having the civil rights and and everything that we know that that our ancestors went through. and it, they were able to use the meta to help the teachers have empathy to understand what it would be like to be an African American when you couldn't travel and it was a program called Traveling While Black you put on the headset and the young kids at uh Kiefer Academy where we met we I've had them put that on where all of a sudden they're sitting there on the bus listening to Rosa Parks. So that's an mm. example of where using it could put you in a time and place that you couldn't be in ordinarily. 
and there's no way a book or a magazine or even just the internet the flat internet is going to sh- give you that empathy that and that's why I call my company in your face because when you put this on and all of a sudden you're emerged in it and it's in your face you're going to have empathy real fast real fast i'm having discussions with law enforcement and ex offenders how do you take a law enforcement person have them understand what a young black male feels like when that law enforcement officer is walking up to him some of them have no idea hmm. how does the young black man understand what to do and not to do when a officer or anyone of authority approaches them there are ways in the yeah. using this technology that it's going to hit you in the face so strong that it's going to show you make help you to have empathy that's what's going to help us to get along better i'm going to tell you the problem i'm going to go on the dark side cuz i hate it the grand theft auto that's showing how not to have empathy how do i go out there and do and i, I i'm not going to even go into the game i hate the game right there's there's some people out here they're probably very no, good I, at it may play it i hate the game <laughs> the same people I'm no gonna, i do I'm what you're saying I, I, there was I'm, there was another one and and fortunately somehow they got it pulled off but they wanted to set one up where you have two choices go in the school to take out the kids or be the uh the SWAT team to come in and and fortunately somehow they would not even allow that game to be released. That's the problem that we have. Now you want the bad side oh, of it. Yeah. And I've heard this uh, on uh on the Good Morning America show and on the NBC show. Taking the kids and just dropping them in the meta in the metaverse, that would be like taking uh your kids dropping them in Times Square, dropping them in downtown Chicago in any ma- major metropolitan city and say just go up and talk to strangers, they'll they'll show you around, they'll tell you what to do. That can be the dark side of the meta. How do I know that I'm actually talking to you? How do I know are you male female? Now it really doesn't make a difference, but just like people get behind the keyboard and get the uh you know and get on Twitter and Facebook and they can get real bold behind the 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 uh, the keyboard <laughs> that that's the problem in the meta if you're not careful so how do we teach our hey, kids create positive images of yourself create a positive image create a a uh, a roller skating rink where you can come and show off all your moves how do we teach them to do that in the meta and not go play grand theft auto get bored with that and then go out and start doing it up and down the street so you you can get me started and i've gotten into some real debates because here's the other problem you got the big companies that what are they trying to do they're trying to make the big coin so what does zuckerberg want to do he's got to create the meta he puts it on tv and hey everybody's got to go into rec room everybody's got to go into the horizon because that's how they're going to get that's how he's going to recreate facebook but how many of our folks are creating the avatars are creating the spaces that's the problem we're consuming it 
We're buying it. Yeah. We're we're paying for it. Our kids are not creating it. How do we teach them how to do that in the meta? That's what I get excited so, about. So what um okay, so let's 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 kinda let's kinda go to the remedy of that then. So what are some of the what are the names of the careers that children should be looking towards or parents should be trying to gear their children towards so that they can be uh, effective and profitable in the metaverse so you can become a creator uh creating avatars uh let's say uh walmart has something or let's say uh you name any of the entertainers someone said you know the entertainer snoop dogg uh uh, kind of name of any uh, any of them that the kids are familiar with can they maybe create a virtual something that one of those entertainers says hey I want to put that on my site so they're already in there socially playing the games consuming it so how do we teach them you you can create it and you want to create a positive image as you well know there there's you can teach them and then they can go in there and make the avatar and they're doing that in the games already do i want to be lebron james or do i want to be uh you know oh uh, yeah uh, right or do i want my i i, I want yeah. my uniform to be this i want it to be that well why can't i create an african warrior why can't i why can't i take uh what we see in the Marvel movies and what they're doing with Black Panther and why can't the kids start to learn to create those avatars and those animals in the meta it's 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 yeah they they, they know I, 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 I I hear right I hear what you're saying I hear what you're saying so just say okay so you're saying creator right it creator, reminds me you're it reminds me of like Yes, yes. I, it just re, it just reminds me of a uh, back in the day when uh, a person would be like, you know, what do you, you want to be when you get older? You know what I'm saying? Or what do you want to do? What do you want to do when you be when you get older? And someone would say, uh, I, you know, I want to do something with computers. I want to, you know, do computers. Oh, what do you want to do with computers? Uh, I want to own my own business. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what kind of business? You know. So when you say creator, what type of education does one have to have to do to do that you like uh what maybe like some web design or yeah you uh, know and again yeah this more say, of a pinpoint web design mm-hmm. and again it's it's getting to be easier because again think about it in roblox and in and in, in, in uh, minecraft they're creating things they're 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 dragging something mm. and they're dropping it so that's that's the other thing they think well, do you have to be a coder and you know you got to sit there and then and, and, no uh maybe i like music well how many in the metaverse how many beats are going to be in the metaverse let's say you created a roller rink someone might be in fashion design so they want to make the t-shirts i need to make the music so we got the music bumping in the background so think about almost any kind of creative thing you would do in the real world you can you can become that we're talking we talk to kids about esports well in esports you may not just be 
playing the game uh, uh, 2K. Maybe you're the general manager. Maybe you got to do marketing. Just like you started your podcast. You've got sponsors. So I've got... There's all kinds of careers that I can do virtually. But yes, uh, a little bit of web design. If they're already playing any of the games where they're dragging and dropping something, or I'm going to move and put the yellow suit on and put the glasses on, now I'm going to take the glasses off. Now I don't like the blue with the yellow zip. I'm going to make it green with the... So just like they're doing... It is becoming that, I don't want to say that easy, but it's becoming easier. You don't have to be a computer programmer or know a lot of sophisticated programs to get started. It's probably a lot easier than what I'm trying to make it sound out to be because it sounds so crazy to me because I'm not in that type of lifestyle. But you're, you're absolutely right. The kids are already doing it. So it has to be the responsibility of uh, parents and educators and whatnot. I'm sitting over here brainstorming over here, David. I'm over here like, man, if we could really, because like even my children, everyone knows how pro-black I am. But even my children in this generation, like being black don't really mean nothing to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it don't, it don't really carry no weight. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So to be able to put someone at a uh, I'm sitting here thinking about all the things that I watched in my woke stages on YouTube. Man, imagine if I was in the metaverse and I was like actually there listening to Malcolm X or Mega Evers or in the actual room with Marcus Garvey listening to a speech. Like how and, how and, different and that, would my that, life have been? Yeah, you're exactly right, and that can be done right now. Uh, and, and I'll work with the young, young folks at, uh, at Kiefer Academy. They can take a virtual tour through the White House that uh, Barack and Michelle give them. Uh, the one that, uh, uh, how I even got started with Kiefer, traveling while black, they are sitting there mm-hmm. listening to the stories of what it was like when you couldn't, when you had to know where you could stop for lunch at certain places and you're exactly right we i don't even believe we can and then i mean i got into a deep discussion with someone once over uh should we even be teaching that in the high schools and uh uh you know we don't we don't need to be teaching that and it's teaching well the problem is in my opinion like you were saying uh we know the history books haven't been written exactly right and then some people don't know how to interpret that but like you said, if I can all of a sudden hear it directly from Dr. Martin Luther King, hear it directly from Marcus Garvey, takes on a whole different uh, dynamic. That goes all the way back. I now have empathy because I can, I'm hearing it from the first person. And I'm sitting and looking around and seeing it. So I think that's yeah. what, uh, and, and that's where I try to flip the kids. And we've had the conversation when they get in there and they start shooting the gun or they start, you know, duking it out. They're real good at that. But now when I'm trying to get them, okay, I want you to pick this up and I want you to look at this. I want you to sit on this bus and I want you to listen to this story. That's a little more difficult. So that's where it's incumbent upon, like you were saying, parents, educators. It takes a village 
to say, hey, let's look at this and how do we participate? How do we make money on it? Because here's the other problem. When you look at the Mark Zuckerbergs, and I was just in a room tonight, they tend to be the young, and I'm going to use the expression, the young white, uh, the the young white males that are the gamers, and they're yeah, the creating, folk. yeah, they're <laughs> creating that that image or that metaverse in in only what they know or what they've experienced. So, you and I, the kids, we've got to start helping and saying, well, wait a minute. We're going to create our own version of the meta. Why can't we? And now we can start to educate. We can start, and it's starting to happen. What I am starting to see is individuals like Spike Lee, and there are some uh, African American film producers that are starting to do some things in the meta, so that we can start to create this community within within the meta whether it's business whether it's education or it can be entertainment how many uh how how many uh individuals can be a a star in the meta i i used to tell people uh, if they watched that 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 show that was on tv for a short period of time that had the uh avatars where they were they couldn't see who they were they were avatars and they were singing and dancing and will i am voted them on it was fascinating oh yeah 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 it was only on for a short period of time but that's an example of what the technology can do so so again it can't it does we talk about business we can talk about education we can talk about peer a pure entertainment it's all going to take place in this world we're talking about the meta and using uh as jody is saying using uh uh the dollars that can't be traced by the uh the fcc and again that's another whole philosophical conversation all of a sudden now the government is saying well we need to monitor this we need to control this and part of the meta and part of the whole bit chain was to do just that. No, no, no. We're creating this, and this is a community-based. This isn't owned by the man or by the government. So as soon as the government wants to get in and start regulating it, whether it's the cryptocurrency, whether it's freedom of speech inside of the meta, uh yeah let's talk about that let's go to the government side let's go to the government side of the metal like you like you mentioned earlier in the conversation it's the wild wild west yep it's the wild wild west like so do you think that if the government or what if the meta just created its own government well see that's 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 part of it too that there are there there are cities out there where where you create your own your own city uh again i'm doing some work at, at the university of wisconsin parkside and uh i was talking about the african-american uh project they've got another one smart cities of the future and what is that smart city of the future going to look like well it's going to be a a blend i can do some things in the virtual world i can do some things in the in the real world so it doesn't matter really where I live. I can live in Rockford. I can live in Chicago. I can live anywhere. 
and I can create my business. Now, at what point does the government start to say, well, we've got to control this? There's freedom of speech and there's, you know, uh, again, that can be a debate. Well, as soon as the government gets in, then there we go again. We'll be we'll have the same mess that we've got right now. So do they have their own government? I don't know. That hasn't been figured out yet. You know, the Wild Wild West has always looked at it when, you know, how it's taught. It's like the land of opportunity. A place where you can go and you can start a new life and you can do new things and become who you want to be. I'm I'm reminded of the movie Rango right now where Rango could he could be with whoever he wanted to be. And it sounds like this is what the metaverse is. David, how does one get into the metaverse? How does how do you start? Well, boy, like, how do I start my own world? I want to create my own world in the metaverse. I there's a couple of different ways and again you can you know you can I, I call it the Zuckerberg world you can go that route the, the Facebook route and you can go in there and there's Horizon there's Rec Room and, and they're, they're coming up left and right uh, where you can go in and you can start to do you know uh, those those kinds of uh, creation so that's one way to do it I think the other thing is if you you start to look and whether it's on Facebook these kinds of conversations uh, I would just start like you did through TikTok through uh, Googling uh, what I like to do I tend to be on LinkedIn a lot uh, because that tends to be more business education there's all kinds of conversations going on about the metaverse and pros and cons. So that's another way that anyone that wants to learn about it can just jump on, Google it, use whatever it is, TikTok, uh, Instagram, whatever, social media, and you put in metaverse, uh, uh, web 3.0, uh, and, and you'll start to see chats like this uh meetup groups and that's that's the way to do it because here's the other power i think of the metaverse community and the fact that again i call it the wild wild west but you may have an expertise in uh you're doing podcasts i have an expertise in using the headset somebody else has got an expertise in something else well, now the three of us in the meta can take our own, our, our three expertises and put them together and create something in the meta. So what I'm saying there is don't try to do it alone. Find other individuals that have an interest, learn together, and do it that way. One way I started learning, I've, I don't have kids. I've got nieces and nephews. I had them show me Roblox. I had them show me Minecraft. So they're showing me what they're doing in there. I could see the good. I could see the bad. Very creative because they're building houses. 
they're, they've got summer fairy, summer this, summer that. So they're already there. So now it's a matter of, how, again, how do we help them to start to create those images in their own like likeness and not depend on someone else else to do it. So there is a ton of information out there, a ton of conversations every night. Uh, this is I, I'm going to be on one tomorrow at 12 o'clock, and we're going to be talking about the meta and how it can be used in maker spaces. So that that would be the way I would the way I'm doing it. When you say maker spaces, what does that mean? A maker space, and, and here's how it's kind of moving to the meta. A maker space is if I were doing uh, wood crafting, or I was doing uh, anything. Uh, when they say makers, I'm making something. Kids play with oh, Legos. like a okay construction they workers. Play, exactly. Architects. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and, and so uh, that is becoming uh, or, or people were doing things using their hands you know building things with their hands and that's what they call the maker space well now all of a sudden maker spaces are starting to evolve in the meta so if I'm, if I'm a woodcrafter or I know how to build birdhouses and I'm doing it in my backyard now I can go into the meta and I can work with someone from Switzerland and see how they build a birdhouse. So the maker spaces used or, or still are these where I go in, everybody comes together and we build stuff together, whatever it is. Uh, cars. I, you, somebody might be a hobby of a car, so we're going to go to a car show and we're going to take engines apart or whatever. Well, I can do that in the meta. Now, all of a sudden, I can see people from all over the world and see this guy's Corvette and this guy's Z28 and this guy's Datsun. So that's those are, again, examples of things that are currently being done right now. We're all familiar with in the real world. And now I can just flip and expand that world and do it in this meta, in this Web 3.0 in the virtual world a lot of different terms for it but again you know we've been we've been talking about an hour here and i i think you can see that it's all around us it's very invasive and it's just a matter of we can start learning and what's cool about it is this isn't like i'm learning history this is all new so we're learning and, right. and figuring it out as we're going. As we so go. Rather than yeah. wait till somebody else figures it out. And now I'm knocking on the door saying, hey, let me in. Let me try it. <laughs> let me see if I... No, 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 no. I'm, I want to be in there right now trying to figure it all out. Man, and I agree with you 125% that this, this is something that we can... If you ever had a regret on something that, man, I wish I would have done that. Don't let this be another one of those times. Like, I I don't know why I was drawn to this metaverse thing, but I was drawn to it, but confused by it. But now I'm intrigued and inspired. Uh, 
David, before before we get out of here, let me ask you this. I got a, I got I got I got I got a question for you. Yes, sir. I want I want I want to know what you think will be in your mind the very best uh scenario for the for the uh metaverse and what you would think would be the very worst scenario for the metaverse. I think the very best is to be able to uh from wherever you are interact with all different cultures go and visit different places in the meta that you ordinarily may not be able to uh visit so i think it can be used in a very positive way in that way on the other side just like in society just think of it as a as another version of society if you're not careful you can get bullied you can get uh you know be little you can get taken advantage of i know there are people that have lost millions of dollars that's the other thing got to be careful and that that's the bad side it's easy for a uh uh uh, uh tom brady or a uh any athlete that you know a kanye west to say a snoop dog say oop i lost a hundred thousand oop i lost a million in the cryptocurrency for them that's pocket change you and i can't afford that so what i'm saying there on the negative or the bad side there's a lot of bad actors out there so you got to be careful and so i would not commit dollars i would not start committing funds i would just learn as much as i can i wouldn't pay for someone to teach me the uh uh, uh any of that because just like you said youtube tiktok conversations just like you're having here it's all out there so on that negative side it's that you're going to have bad actors out there that are going to want to financially emotionally or somehow try to bully you or take advantage just like they do in society but on the positive side i can interact meet people and and see places that i would probably not be able to do uh as easy as i can in the metaverse i don't know if that that sums it up or if that answered it boom boom bang pow man david i want to thank you for coming on and sharing your expertise here on the great conversation podcast hope to have you on again um in the very near future probably in my uh in my metaverse i'm going to figure this out uh, <laughs> I'm about hey, to go well, create let's, my own uh, world. Let's, let's, Check let's me do out. it together because I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just share with you, and you, and you know the, the work that I'm doing, uh, uh, you know, with the the little ones over at the, at the Kiefer. Uh, I have this vision of helping them and seeing them start to create in the metaverse, even if it's something as simple as let's build an avatar, because they're playing the games, they're going and they're doing it. So I think we can. Uh, I think we've got a uh, uh, an opportunity to see how we can engage these young, our young folks, in becoming creators and producers and uh, benefiting in a positive way from this wild, wild west that we're hearing—the metaverse, Web 3.0, 
you know, the next version of, you know, whatever this uh, world and society is that, that our kids are going to have to uh, to deal with. So I'm excited about yeah. it. Again, thank you for having me on. I've, uh, I've enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, let's keep the conversation going. Most definitely, most definitely. Hey, thank you for all our listeners that listen in, guys. Uh, if you're watching this on the playback, man, go ahead and just drop a two on that comment, man, so we can defeat that almighty algorithm. And I know once my boy Lamel hear me say that, he's going to crack up because I just love the way he says that. Guys, look out for uh, your boy Hyphen X. Not only am I here on the Great Conversation Podcast live here on the LFP Network, I'm also going to be on a brand new podcast, guys. It's called True View Podcast. And True View Podcast is where we take, we bring the barbershop to the box office. It's like a movie review uh, type show. Uh, so check me out over there. I just got added. Well, it's not a new podcast. I'm just new. I just got brought on as another co-host on the show. And man, anybody who knows me knows I love movies. I love movies. I love entertainment. If one thing I, I did learn a lot when I was coming up, I know how to watch TV. So, uh, and I love to make <laughs> make good TV. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Court, the Kings of the Round Table. They have Rep and Roll Sunday, November thirteenth, uh, at five from five to eight at Skate Code. That's thirty two oh nine North Main Street, Rockford, Illinois. Uh, so. Get your tickets, guys. Click the link in the description. Click the link in the comments. I am the I am hyphen X. And you know what we love to say here. The great conversation is that you don't always have to agree to have a great conversation. Peace. Peace out.